Hey guys, welcome to episode 38 of the Grumpy Girlfriend podcast with me, your host and certified life coach, Katrin Bernt. This week, I listened to an old episode, like many years old, of my favorite podcast, and they were talking about relationships and lies that they kind of tell to their partners in order to avoid conflict or unnecessary friction. Now, this conversation they had included a bit of humor, and the lies being told were not about super serious things, but it still got me thinking. When I was a grumpy girlfriend, I couldn't handle the truth about anything. I was not safe to tell the truth to, because of how I would react. I would blow up, freak out, withdraw, act passive-aggressively, no matter how big or small the truth was. And when I use the word truth, I'm referring to things ranging from big, serious topics to tiny, meaningless things. But how we react to the small things sets the stage for what can be expected when there might be bigger truths that need to be shared in the relationship. If you can relate to not being able to handle the truth, you might also know that it can make you feel really paranoid. I myself knew that I I do freak out about small things which made me doubt my own ability to handle big things if they ever were to show up. And knowing how I reacted also made me doubt my partner's ability or willingness to tell me the truth, which made me think that he would keep things from me in order to avoid my reaction. And that made me even more paranoid. Because there was so like much built-up worry and anxiety inside of me. So this week, when I listened to these two guys talk about lies in their relationships, it dawned on me how important it has become to me to be able to handle any truth with grace. I realized that I never ever want to be lied to. And I never want my partner to withhold truths from me because of my reaction to them. If they choose to lie to me or not tell the truth for other reasons, well, that's not really my problem or responsibility. But I believe that how I react is my responsibility. And I want to feel confident in myself and my ability to handle it in a way that I personally can be proud of. If I can be proud of how I react to things and I can have my own back, I get to show up that way in my relationship and practice it on a daily basis so that if a big and uncomfortable truth ever is presented to me, I will know that I can handle it. And I also know that I will not blame myself for my partner either lying to me or withholding the truth because of my reactions or behaviors. So that's what I want to talk about in this episode. How do we become good 
at handling truth with grace and showing up the way that we want to. This is not something that we do against ourselves or at our own expense. I want to make that very clear. Handling truth with grace doesn't mean that we're happy about it, that we feel good about it, that we're not surprised, shocked, hurt, or disappointed about it. It's not about removing our true feelings about it. Instead, I want you to think of it as something that you do for your own sake. It's like a trust exercise with yourself. When we feel out of control of our reactions and we completely fall apart or blow up when things happen, it's really hard to trust ourselves. It's hard to be confident in our ability to pull through and actually handle it. I'm sure you guys can relate to having experiences where you have showed up in an awful way because you just couldn't handle the situation. You might have said something you regret, you might have treated someone else poorly, and then you feel really guilty or even shame about it afterwards. And we don't want to have that kind of relationship with ourselves. Because when we don't trust ourselves to react in a composed way, It will put our brain on high alert before anything has even happened just to look out for potential dangers. Because your brain knows that if a danger does show up, you can't trust yourself. And as you know, when we look for potential dangers in our relationships, our brains will find them. And then we end up acting like grumpy girlfriends. So... Learning how to allow emotion without always reacting to it in the moment will help you trust yourself and boost your confidence that you can handle things without spiraling out of control. This practice is something that benefits you first and foremost. It's easy to think that if you withhold a strong reaction or if you don't lash out at your partner and act primitively when you are, I don't know, presented with a truth, they are the ones who benefit from it. If your partner knows that you won't freak the fuck out about things, that'll make it, quote-unquote, easier for them to lie to you and go behind your back. That is something that's quite easy to believe. And sure, that might even be true in some cases. Who knows? But I do know that getting really upset and angry at the slightest inconvenience and punishing your partner for being honest about something is definitely not going to make it more difficult for them to lie and withhold the truth. It most likely does have the opposite effect. So once again, we need to learn how to separate what's our own responsibility and what is not. Our partner's lying to us is never our responsibility or something that we get to take ownership of. But we do get to decide how we react to it and what we choose to do if it happens. Nothing you can do will ever ever prevent your partner from using their free will to do whatever they want. But you can make sure that you show up as the best version of yourself when they do, 
for your sake. Handling truth with grace doesn't mean that we just forgive and forget. It doesn't mean that we stick around. It doesn't mean that we don't reinforce boundaries. It just means that we don't lose control and lash out in the heat of the moment because that will never serve us at the highest level. With all of this said, your partner might also benefit from your ability to receive and hold space for their truth. If you are a person who is safe to tell the truth to, your partner might be more inclined to do so. In any partner relationship, being safe to talk to is a huge part of cultivating intimacy and connection. If we have a really hot temper and we tend to freak out about things, that is not a safe environment for vulnerability. Not for you and not for your partner. So even though we do this work first and foremost for ourselves, we don't have to completely ignore the positive impact this work can have on our relationships. Okay, so now that we know why this all matters, how do we do it? How do we start learning how to handle truth with grace? How do we learn how to not explode out of control when another girl's name is mentioned or our partner tells us that they're staying out extra late with their friends or they come home and tell us about something they have done that they regret. Last week, I talked about how to feel your feelings without reacting to them and that is exactly what we need to do in this case as well. Blowing up, snapping, withdrawing, punishing, and so on are all reactions to emotions. In order to get relief from what we are feeling, we need to give in to the emotion and instinctively react to it. It's like we can't keep it in anymore and we just explode into action. So in order to exercise control over our reactions, we need to get good at the skill of processing and allowing emotions without reacting to them. This is not the same as bottling up the emotions or pretending that they're not there. That's resisting or avoiding it. Allowing the emotion to be there is all about opening up to it and letting it flow through you observing the experience that you're having in your body using your prefrontal cortex and not being in a hurry to make it go away. As we increase our capacity to feel discomfort in our bodies, we also increase the control we have over our behavior. In order to get good at this, we need to practice. It's a skill, like any other, that we need to practice a lot of times in order to master. So what if our partners don't really tell us truths on a regular basis that we can practice on? Well, there are two ways of doing it. Either practicing in the moment when your partner tells you something, or visualizing and imagining scenarios where your partner tells you an uncomfortable truth, feeling the emotion in your body, 
your brain isn't super great at differentiating between fantasy and reality, as you might have noticed, so this actually does work. And then watching yourself not react to it. Visualize yourself, allowing the emotion to flow through you, and observe how you are in full control of yourself when this happens. It might sound a little bit crazy, but I actually do this often. I imagine scenarios where my partner comes and tells me that he has cheated on me, or that he has done drugs, or that he has lost all of our money, or any other situation that my brain fears, and I then watch myself respond. I feel the emotion in my body and I practice allowing it. I practice breathing through it. I visualize how I want to react in those moments. By doing this, I'm using my prefrontal cortex to plan ahead. The prefrontal cortex is the evolved intelligent part of your brain that isn't only focused on survival. It can think logically and make decisions that serve us in the big picture instead of right in the moment. I imagine myself calmly sitting there, breathing, pausing. I watch myself not be in any immediate danger as this truth is being shared with me. I practice thinking the thoughts that I want to think in moments like that. And I hear myself maybe ask calm questions. I also think about how I don't want to make any decisions in the moment. And I imagine how I would choose to maybe take care of myself in that moment, in that situation. Perhaps I would ask my partner to leave or I would leave myself. It all depends on the situation that is going on in my brain. (laughs) I know that if I can just manage to put some time between my response and the situation that is happening, I will get better access to my prefrontal cortex and I will be able to make more intelligent decisions about what comes next. So... Does me doing this mean that my partner probably will cheat on me, do drugs, and lose all of our money? Of course not. (laughs) I can pretty confidently say that it's most likely never going to happen. But, you know, that doesn't stop my brain from imagining these worst-case scenarios and being anxious about it on a regular basis. I'm sure you can relate to that. I'm sure there are things that you are anxious about and you imagine happening that you logically, like intellectually, know probably won't happen. That is why we want to practice visualizing these things. So does this practicing mean that in the moment, if my partner tells me something like this, I'm guaranteed to react in a calm and graceful way? Well, no, definitely not. Who knows how I will react? I might freak out completely, especially if a truth pops up that I haven't even prepared for. (laughs) But the benefit of doing this is not controlling the future, guaranteeing that things will or will not happen a certain way. 
The benefit of doing this is that I, today, after having practiced this for a while, feel so much more trust in myself. I feel so much more confident in my ability to handle uncomfortable situations. And I feel so much more open to my partner as well. And I can believe, actually believe, that I am willing to hear any truth that he wants to share with me without me being afraid of it. And that is the true value of doing this work. Not being afraid of the truth anymore. Not being afraid of not being able to handle it. Not feeling out of control and having zero trust in yourself. When we are no longer afraid of potential truths in our relationships, you know what happens? We stop obsessing over it. Our brains finally feel safe enough to stop thinking about it all the time. To stop preparing for the worst case scenarios. If we set aside some time and effort to practice and prepare for how we want to handle these things, our brains will eventually be able to let it go. Practicing this skill will improve your relationship to yourself, to your partner, and it will allow you to be more present in the moment rather than constantly being on the lookout for something awful that might happen or might not. So what I want you to do is start reflecting over how you react or respond when your partner shares things with you. Are you a person in your partner's life that is safe to talk to about things? Or do you immediately get defensive or aggressive or upset? If you're struggling with this the way that I did when I was in the middle of my grumpy girlfriend phase, I want you to know that it can absolutely get better. And it's not as difficult as it might seem. You don't need a guarantee against awful things happening. You just need to improve your confidence in your ability to deal with it and handle it with grace if it were to happen. All we need to do in order to do that is practice our ability to feel without reacting or resisting And if you want to progress faster and further, work with a coach who can help you observe, question, and evaluate the thoughts that you're having along the way. As always, I am ready to help you if you're ready to put in the effort and invest in yourself and your well-being. You are worth it, I promise. Investing in our own brains and our own relationships with ourselves is the best investment that we can ever make. Because we're going to spend the rest of our lives with ourselves. So we might as well make it a good, pleasurable experience. Go to katrinbandt.com and read more about the work that I do and apply for your free 60-minute consultation today. katrinbandt.com I will talk to you again next week. Bye-bye.